This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your holiday weekend, everybody. It's time for another smoking Hot episode of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. You got Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We were picking them up and putting them down again last week, and now we have more football to talk about, to bet on, especially in the college game. And in less than a week, 2021 NFL will kick off with the Cowboys visiting Tampa. So it has arrived, Mikey. Football season is here, and it is glorious, my friend. Yeah, and I'm even, I I picked a baseball game last week with Detroit. Uh, the Tigers getting a run and a half. They end up covering. Football's covering. We're 4-1 and one last week. Yep. I mean, come on, folks. I mean, wake up. You know, you find a good restaurant, you tell two people. You find a bad restaurant, you tell 20. <laughs> Let's reverse it. You find a good place where you're going to win every week. I mean, the bonus play. I'm 2-0 and oh last week. It's getting ridiculous. It is. Now, people forget, last year, and I explained this this morning with uh, with Carmen and York. What a show. <laughs> what a show. I started out, if you remember, the first two weeks of the season last year. Got cocky because we had a winning week a uh, year to, uh, before. We did. Yep. Uh, between the bonus. I was 0-9. Unbelievable. I went 71% the rest of the way, went on a 15-1 streak, and ended up at 64%. So... That's what Oof. you got to do. You don't worry. And Carmen remembers I every do. week on the bonus play. Win, win, win. Yep. Carmen, win, win, win. And last week, I almost made a mistake. Carmen had a win, and I thought it was a loss, and he ended up winning. That's how hot we are. That's how hot we are. Four and one last week combined. Yep. And, you know, it's tough during the summer sometimes when we're just looking through baseball games to pick. We know how tough it can be. And, uh, and now football's here. This is like go time. Well, this let is me bread ask you and butter question. time, you know? Did I establish the last two weeks? With preseason football, I had Philadelphia. I was a walk in the park. That was a cakewalk. Twenty-five to twenty-five, cakewalk. or whatever, thirty-one to thirty-one, whatever it was. Cakewalk. Cakewalk. You're no, right. yeah, no sudden death overtime in preseason. No, perfect. You've been getting good at baseball too. I got to say, because Mike's always <laughs> tweeting them out too. I had a couple of your plays this week. Texas and the under. Th- that was beautiful. Um, Somebody was, said, have you ever been in a dangerous situation? I go every night. I take Texas, <laughs> Texas Baltimore, Detroit. Enough. Right? You talk about a dangerous situation. Oh, Bet somebody the said. The Orioles. Somebody said, you ever walk down a lonely street? I know, I go, no, but I bet Baltimore last night. Exactly. That's but a lonely street. Everybody make sure they follow Mike on Twitter because he's yep. always giving out these Every free week. plays. Every day, all right? Every day. So uh, at North to North, make sure you follow it because Mike's always got some free plays that he's throwing out there. He's three been hot in baseball. This week. Three yeah. and three this week. I was 11 and three last week. Right. Uh, bar room, I was one and one. I gave out the, the football play last night. I mean, South Florida is just horrible. I end up going one and two last night. We don't win every night, right. but we're consistent, and we tell people if we lose. It was We always do. Mike and I are yep. very transparent about yep. that. We're not just always talking about our winners. No. We lament our losers. We will. We tell you when I we lose. I started out 0-9 last year. Exactly. You know what? I'll never forget Randy. Randy says, listen, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be all right. Remember, he talked me into going uh, into going on. I go, I don't want to go on no more. I don't think I think <laughs> I I've lost my passbook. And Randy said to me, Randy said to me, look, you're good at what you do. That didn't uh, check in with me. Then he finally said the one thing that really inspired me. You know what it was? 
you won't get paid. And then that's, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. My, Merck's like the, the Mike Tomlin of the station. He, he knows is. how to lead. The, he, the, oh. he directs the troops. That's what he does. Yeah, very short, uh, very short with you. Yesterday, I didn't answer something on the text right away. I got one question mark. Then he came right back with two <laughs> See, question marks. I'm I know you. what he's on a warpath. He can't call plays, but he's the leader. He's the general. He's you see him at Bourbon Street? I know. I thought I thought it was Scorsese. Uh, that's what I thought. I mean, really. It was but I got to say this, and I, I recalculated something, Carm, with yeah. Andy. You know, I play golf Monday and Wednesdays. I'm a member out here at Whisper Creek and stuff like that out in the Huntley area. And I've been playing for three years. And twice I've had near hole in ones, but I've never had one. Mm -hmm. One I had uh, uh, literally a foot away, and another one I had uh, about three feet away, rolling down, missed. But now I've recalculated since I saw Randy's near hole in one. I mean, please. I've had 12. I had one hit uh, the pole and bounce back 10 feet. I had one go over the hole and go to the other side. I did land in the rough, but the hole was in the corner. I was two feet away. I've recalculated uh, over the last three years. I've had like almost 12 holes. I mean, we've been busting his balls about it. Oh, I had to do it. How in the world? He went on Twitter. I know. I'm like, what what makes you think that's a near? Now, first of all, this guy's had two holes in one. He's had two of them. I know. He showed it. and And I'm like, in what world? Is that almost a hole in one? I'm like, you're nine feet from the hole. That's you're not nine feet. You were nine feet. No, you were a while. You were four or five. Come on. No, you're you're out but, of your mind. Merck, when you're five feet away, that's not almost a hole in one. You have to be five inches. That's you don't, almost you don't know. Maybe it hit the cup and it, it kicked nah, to the right. Nah, nah, nah. That's like saying you almost had a date with Cameron Diaz because she said hi to you ten feet away at the airport. <laughs> that's right. That's, Come that's on. a perfect analogy. Please quit it. The best Merkin story ever yes. about his hole in one is playing with Chet. And Merck said, oh, Chet, I think it's in. And Chet goes, Oh, Merck, you're over the green. Oh, Merck, <laughs> you're get, over the green. They get up there and it's in the hole. <laughs> That's it. Chet was wrong again. But I know. you know what? It's he the had, best. And you'd think because Chet was tall. You'd think Chet could see it. He you'd goes, think oh, he could have seen it. Merck, you're crazy. It's and over then, the and green. And then the best part is I have the ball in the golf cart on the back nine. And I said, Chet. <laughs> I said, the ball fell out of the golf cart. And he looks at me and goes, oh, Merck, you always have the memory. <laughs> but I will say this. It's been a glorious two weeks, but I will tell you this. I bet uh, in a showdown last week, Cantley. Yes. Uh, and I, then I bet him in overtime, wow. and I was having a heart attack. Oh, my God. I have never seen a golf professional where you needed three, four, five putts just to tie put him in. I have never seen that. The pressure that kid had, I've been watching him. I'm one and three yesterday with the golf matchups, but I had a good pass week. But, boy, I'd be up even more. That golf is addicting. Yeah. It is addicting with matchup golf because you'll watch miniature golf if you have a bet on it. You love that. I know you've oh, gotten into it. Oh, come on. It was great having college football back last there night. There was almost seven all-in-ones in that match yesterday. Were there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one guy ended the one 10, guy feet, away. 10 I feet away. Oh, yeah. I went almost. Um, I liked uh, watching college football last night. I don't know how many people stayed up, and I did not. I fell asleep. I did. Towards I the didn't end. Like did you stay? The, 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 the UCF. What a rally by UCF. Yes. Uh, Ohio State. I did watch that entire game, Woo! and while it was close for stretches, and I thought Minnesota played about as well as it could play, had a halftime lead. I walk away from that going, I don't know how anybody in the Big Ten is going to beat Ohio State. I mean, they're just loaded again, Mike. It's even the same, with, thing, same thing. Term. It is. It's going to be the same. I can't put Oklahoma in. I know people want to put Georgia in. That's people that have fantasies. These aren't going to be the same. I don't know if Clemson's going to get in. We'll find out rather shortly. But, I mean, to me, college football's lost their way. 
It's too predictable. I don't know you're what trying do to about make. It. Yeah. You're trying to state a case. Well, what you got to do is expand, and you yeah, got to probably hold, right. A, a team gets hot. I, I, you know what? Enough is enough. I know they're signed till two thousand. This two thousand. That no, change the contract. Start adding some teams. I mean, how many years do you have to go? I know. Where you have the same teams? It's just brutal. Georgia and Clemson play a big game to start the season mm. tomorrow night. I mean, that's really the highlight game. You got a, a, a top five matchup here. Uh, this game's in Charlotte. You know, it's about a two-hour drive from the campus of Clemson, about a three-hour drive from the campus mm-hmm. in Georgia. But let's face it, Clemson doesn't lose these games in Charlotte often. And, in fact, in neutral field games under Dabo going back to 09, Clemson's 17-7 and straight up. They're a three-point favorite. I think it's a fascinating game for a lot of reasons, two pretty good defenses. Uh, the better quarterback might be on Georgia, though. I mean, JT mm-hmm. Daniels finished really strong in four consecutive wins last year for Georgia. No, the other quarterback, though, on cleanup time, there's no doubt Trevor Lawrence looks like he's going to be a great pro. Uh, he had a great week last week. But you know what? Uh, Clemson's quarterback will be ready. I, I, I still think they're a power sort of like Alabama, although Alabama, my God. I mean, it, it's amazing to me this guy every year has a, a, just a great recruiting class. I mean, last year he, he lost tons of guys, and, you know, they, they they averaged 45 points a game. I mean, they're a step down from Alabama, but it's not too bad to be the next step from Alabama. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, the kid did get to play twice when Trevor Lawrence yes. missed a couple of games and last he did year well. against BC and Notre Dame, and he did do well. And, you know, Mike, you mentioned Alabama. I think we brought this up a couple oh. weeks ago. The count is like nine just forget about even the defense. I think it's like nine offensive players or maybe it's seven offensive players to the first round the last two years alone. And here they are, number one, playing, by the way, uh, the, the 14th ranked team in the country, and they're laying almost three touchdowns. I yeah. mean, that's Alabama. It's just I like, will it's a never joke. question Nick Saban. He tried to go pro. That didn't work. I get it. But I will also question the strength of the SEC. I'm sick and tired of it. Mm. Uh, not one team can, can can come close to them. Not one. Every year there's maybe an Auburn that comes out of nowhere, a Georgia now we're going to hear about, and everybody else. But from they're weaker than the Big Ten's bottom five. Mm. I mean, uh, the Big Ten to me is more representable from one through whatever, how many teams they have now, not ten, uh, than the SEC. That's I mean, really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who else? You got Florida, right? Florida's not Florida. a glamorous team. Yeah. But good. I mean, and competitive, good. And very good, and can still recruit, and very good. Yeah. They can still recruit. I you think Alabama is just and, so and, damn good; it makes the so rest good. of them look I, bad. You could be right about that. Could be it. I mean, I think A and M's really good. I think there are a lot of good teams in there. Oh, A and M's like a top six, top seven, yeah. top eight team. Yeah. Jimbo Fisher. They threw. I mean, they bought Fort Knox for the guy. Right. But he so can't beat Saban. Like none of the assistant, none of his former none guys of can his beat former him. guys can do it. It's none unreal. of them can do it. It's, it's not like you know uh, other guys that come off the coach's tree and maybe win one or two. Saban dominates. It's unreal. Period. We got so much more to talk about, folks. Uh, there's a couple of good games uh, tonight in college football. I want to talk to Mike about Northwestern and MSU. Um, as you know, I mean, that program tries to get going in the second year under Mel Tucker. Can the Cats be as good as they were a year ago? So we got a lot to talk about, plus some big picture NFL stuff, of course, as we get closer and closer to the start of the regular season in the NFL. Our buddy Luke Pergandy from oh, Prop Swap. Okay. Yeah, he's going to join us when we come back next inside the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. 
Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. With Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Each and every week on the ESPN Chicago app, and of course, you'll get the Encore replay every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 on ESPN 1000. Speaking of Prop Swap, it's the time of the show where we talk to one of our favorites. He joins us each and every week, and he's one of the founding members of the Prop Swap app and PropSwap.com. Say hi to Luke Pergandy. Oh, got his feet wet. What's up, What's up, Carl? What's up, Mike? I mean, What's up, buddy? I, I live vicariously uh, through young Luke, uh, who I follow on Instagram, and I see he's at the U.S. Open. Now he's in Boston for the weekend. But I did also see on your Instagram story uh, you and Ian had to, like, dodge that rain. I mean, you were there for the storm a couple of days ago. I mean, that was, uh, I mean, some wicked, wicked rain that they got in New York City. What was that like? Wicked. Yeah, this this flooding in in the subway stations was nuts. So uh, we're sitting, it was Anderson versus Schwartzman um, on, the, uh, on the Armstrong courts. It was, like, two main courts at the U.S. Open. And the one is completely covered. There's walls on each side. But the other one... It's covered, but it's open air on the side. So you would think still, because there's a roof on it, you couldn't possibly rain this thing out. Right. But it was literally sheets of rain blowing in to the court. So they called it in the first set. It took an hour to dry up the court. They called it again. It took us two and a half hours to finish one set. And, I mean, the wind was just blowing so much that it was blowing from, you know, 100 yards away into the court, even though it was totally covered. Um, and then when we tried to take the subway home, the subway station was completely flooded. People were like trying to, uh, you know, uh, step through it. I'm like, guys, you're going to get electrocuted. Yeah. Like it was, uh, it was crazy that, wow. you know, we, we just ended up calling an Uber for like a hundred dollars to go 15 minutes, but we're just like, let's just get out of the subway station. Unbelievable. Yeah. That, that's, that was rough. That was a rough storm. No, no question about it, but I'll tell you another rough storm's coming for people that, uh, are betting football. I mean, uh, so many people have so many preconceived notions. I I, I heard something that uh, made me laugh uh, during the break, uh, that there's a ton of Justin Fields MVP tickets. Is this true, Luke? Is this what people <laughs> this is, are buying? This is true. Yeah, our <laughs> Chicago fans will, uh, will uh, you know, bet till we die on the Bears. Yeah, I mean, because here's what we're talking about here. Mac Jones, who Bill Belichick said, hey, I'm thrilled the Bears let uh, Mac fall to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're seeing he's the odds-on favorite to be rookie of the year. If there was going to be an MVP, it's better to pick somebody that's actually going to start. Yes. But this is like what people are projecting uh, for the Bears. But, man, a quarterback who's a rookie coming into the fourth or fifth game, maybe unless the Bears get off to a good start, is a pretty tough ticket to buy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I I think, you know, most of the tickets that are selling our props up on fields with MVP, people are buying it with the intent to sell. So they're not necessarily saying, I'm going to buy this thing and hold it until February. Right. But they're buying it in September, and then fields comes in, looks hot for two or three games. You get rid of that, you know, double your money. Sure. I mean, a month ago, Mac Jones was about 12 to 1 for Rookie of the Year. Last week, um, just last week, I mean, I'm talking about like four days ago. I'm talking about Monday. He was 8 to 1. Tuesday happens, guys. Cam gets cut. He gets named the starter, and it goes, it's cut in half. I mean, it's basically four, four and a half to one now. So I would imagine if the guys that did have maybe those. 10, 12 to 1 Mac Jones tickets started posting those on PropSwap this week because that that's the time to sell it, right, Luke? Totally. Yep. Yeah, you figure, 
yeah, we sold one guy bet a hundred, he sold it for four hundred. Another guy bet two fifty, he sold it for a thousand. Yeah. Uh, on Nat Jones' rookie of the year, you know, I don't know if Trevor Lawrence goes three and fourteen. Are we going to give him rookie of the year? No, no. I got one for you. you know, I got one for you. You know how I always give you a nugget for Christmas. You know that. I want you. <laughs> you know, early the, Christmas present. Early Christmas present. I'm hearing some good things. Uh, the total six, I think they're going to go over it. If the New York Jets go eight and nine or nine and eight. Oh, the Jets? Oh, wow, yeah. If this kid is the quarterback of that football team. He's six to one. That's your rookie of the year, Luke, in that yeah. media market, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, playing in New York, you get this such a New York bias oh. with voting. It's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. If Salah and, uh, and Wilson can put something together over there. You know, obviously a, a weaker AFC East than usual. With, sure. You know, you get to play Miami twice. You get to play New England twice. We'll see what they can do this year. Um, but, Buff, I mean, Buffalo is the real deal. Um, oh. But, yeah, I hear you. I, I I don't think if Trevor Lawrence goes 3-14, and 14, which no. is what it's looking like, the Jaguars are going to stink this year. I, I don't know how we give it to him. And if Trey Lance and Justin Fields, other guys that are getting some love, if they don't play – 80% of the games, can we give it to them? I I, I hear you. It's uh, between Wilson and Jones, it's, isn't it? It's between Wilson and yeah. Jones, and then my, my dark horse would be, not even a dark horse, I mean, he's 10 to 1. It's not like he's 51. Kyle guy. Pitts. Not, oh, that's a good one. That's my guy. 1250 yeah. went off it yesterday. 1250. I think that's a good call. I, I'd say then there's two, and they're right around 10 to 12 to 1. I, Najee Harris, I yeah. think. They all like sure. it. I mean, because yeah. he just – I think he's going to be a huge part of that offense. I really do. Uh, Kyle totally. Pitts is like I, a, yeah. Kyle Pitts is a good call. Kyle Pitts is Kelvin Johnson. Yes. Like some, I mean, that's how big yeah. he is. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah he's a freak. They're obviously going to use him so much. Sure. Uh, Arthur Smith, who is now the head coach of the Falcons, he developed a lot of great tight ends in Tennessee. Obviously, Johnny Smith yes. um, yep. just got a huge payday from New England. Yep. So, yeah, that, uh, the Falcons head coach loves getting tight ends involved, and clearly he's, they picked him first, so they're planning on using him a ton this year. There are literally hundreds, folks, hundreds of different types of NFL tickets being yep. bought and sold right now. So get to the PropSwap app or go to PropSwap.com. Don't forget it's golf weekend, too. It's a big tournament. Oh. Those, the, uh, you know, you can you can make money Great. all the way through Sunday. So and check there's out. only 30 golfers. That's it goes it. fast. So check out the website. Make sure you've got the app. Uh, enjoy the college football this weekend, and then uh, we'll be you know ready to we'll be locked and loaded for the first weekend of the NFL next Friday, okay? Enjoy the holiday weekend, Luke. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that uh, Minnesota-Ohio State game was already fun. I'm, I'm glad college fabulous. football is back. I know. Fabulous. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. All right, guys. Oh, There's our guy Luke Pergandy from PropSwap. Um, you know, you mentioned, I think it was you who just said it, uh, like Pitts reminds you of. I love him. He's a freak. Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. I, I said to, to Jeff Meller yesterday we were talking about it, and very rarely should you ever say, like, oh, this guy is a can't-miss. But it sure seems like At 1250? Pitts is a can't-miss. And you know what's funny? Because everybody will take quarterbacks. Oh, well, right. Because it is uh, like usually the quarterback that will win you an MVP. Maybe sure, like Certainly MVP, less, yes. Yeah, but less, less rookie, than of, rookie year. of the year. Right. But I said to Miller, I go, the last, like, really, you know, like, the last guy I remember all of us saying, skill position guys, saying, like, He's can't miss was Calvin Johnson. Yep. I mean, like Calvin Johnson was can't miss, right? Like he came into the league and every, you, you basically looked at him. And you're like, okay. I mean, he, he's, you know un- funny, he's though, unbelievable. Kyle, I know he was great. I never looked at him as a Hall of Famer, though, maybe because it was unfair to him because he's on Detroit. But he was the only weapon God, they had. He, was, so he was double teamed. Yeah. He was big. I think he retired early. Yeah, a little bit. 
But so good. He, I, you got to project. And if he didn't, if he didn't retire, he's a Hall of Famer. Pitts, Period. man, is going to be good. You're right. So that, that's a, I love Zach a good Wilson. wager to make. He looks like he's ten years old, and I'm saying to myself, <laughs> I don't know about this guy. He seems very confident. I think New York. I, I guess because of the coach, the new coach, maybe there's a little hype. But I mean, I think they could have a for them a decent year. MSU Northwestern tonight, uh, right here in Evanston. This is an 8 o'clock start tonight, Mikey. Yeah. Uh, Northwestern's lane three. Everybody knows we love cheering for Coach Fitz and the Cavs. I love them. They bucked a trend, a bad trend last year. Um, look, we know they had a terrific season. They went 7-1-1 one, and one against the number. They were 4-1-1 one, and one as a favorite. And that's after going 0-7-1 when laying points the previous two seasons combined. Can Northwestern with some questionable quarterback play now that they're turning back to Hunter Johnson, who was awful two years ago, let's face it. Can they cover the field goal against MSU tonight? Well, I got a pick for this game. All right, good. And I'm going to tell you this right now. First of all, Pat Fitzgerald. I mean, I see the pictures of him. I see that facility. You know, I might have to call Pat and make a visit, get a blanket and lay down while they're practicing out on that beach. It's beautiful, number one. Number two. I see the pictures of his kids that go to Loyola. He's got his arms around them. Mm-hmm. My dad never put his arms around me. He throw, he One time he threw me a quarter and said, go buy a candy bar. You know what I mean? So, they, so basically. He was a man from a different era. Right, well, yeah. It, no, we, we, sh- we never hugged. We shook hands. Right, exactly. You know, one of those it's, deals. Okay? It's very different. A very different time. Yep. So I really respect this guy. But see, people still sleep on him like he can't coach. He shouldn't have won that many games, I thought, last year with that team. He shouldn't have. And he did. So I'll have a pick for that. Game. I love it. Okay, Mike's got a pick for that game. Uh, you got North Carolina. I mean, how about the hype surrounding North Carolina? North Carolina's at Vatech. That's I think that's a five. I think it's a six o'clock East Coast kick. So you've got uh, a late game in Blacksburg where there's finally going to be a crowd again. You know, and normally under Frank Beamer, like I, I wouldn't even think twice about grabbing points. I don't know uh, if I feel quite is as Frank confident. Frank Beamer's still there? He's not. Justin Fuente is now, and that's why I'm yeah. not as confident. But let me ask you this real quick. I love what Max doing at North Carolina. How can you not? He's got the 10th-ranked team in the country with a Heisman favorite and Sam Howell, who might be the number one pick next year in the NFL draft. I is, got a pick is, for no, this game. You have a pick for that game. I love it. You know why? I'm going to tell everybody this. Mick, hey, there's no doubt about it. He's a great coach. Great coach. Um, Virginia Tech, I know Beamer. Virginia Tech's one of those teams that was like the Jets. Uh, there's an old thing. I saw it on Twitter yesterday. Uh, family guy, I think. He goes, uh, yeah, this is what I should have done if I ever bet Virginia Tech back in the day. Uh, you know, the uh, you go up to the window. The guy goes, who are you betting? He goes, it doesn't matter. Just take the money. You know what I mean? Because Virginia Tech never really did anything for me. I have a pick for this game. All right. Mike's got a pick. We're going to do our best plays in a little bit. Um, and I'm, so, I mean, you're hitting two of the biggest plays, and it I love just it. so happened. That's how they've graded out, Kyle. And they're two Friday games, so it gives us action for tonight. I absolutely love it. So, Mike will give you those a little bit later on. I got some college action for everybody tomorrow as well to talk about. So, we'll give you our best plays in a little bit. Some NFL stuff. We're going to talk NFL futures, best records, some over-unders when we come back next. Don't go anywhere. We're cruising along inside the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app.
Back Inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app. Get you set for the Labor Day weekend. Uh, by next week, when we're on again next Friday, the NFL season will have kicked off. Uh, but the first full official weekend, of course, uh, will be next Sunday. Mike and I can't wait to work through all the lines and all the games with you next week. But we can still talk about, you know, kind of props and big picture stuff that we like or don't like. And one thing I wanted to talk about, Mike, with uh, uh, talk to uh, Mike about is best regular season record in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs are your favorite at four to one. They also have a favorable schedule, even though they're playing a first place schedule. I mean, some of their toughest opponents this year. Mike, are the Packers, the Bills, and the Steelers. They get all those teams in Arrowhead. They get them all at home. They've got home games against the Cowboys and the Giants. So it's no surprise that the Chiefs are the favorite. Uh, the Bucks are 6-1. to one. A team that Mike and I have talked about a lot in this last month or so, the Buffalo Bills. We love them on oh. paper, on merit, on talent, on skill, but we're worried about COVID wreaking havoc yep. on their season. There's finger pointing going on. The GM has talked about it. The coach has talked about it. And he's been very outspoken, Sean McDermott. He does not like the fact that they're apparently one of the least vaccinated teams in the league. Yeah, and that's a problem. So I'm going to stay away from them probably. Uh, I think it's mixed bag. BB and I are going to pick. We do this, uh, you know, uh, we've done it the last couple of years. We're going to put 1,000 each on two teams Ooh. for the season totals. Like it. Okay, do it for B so she can, when we're watching the game, she gets into whatever team we have. And, and one team I think that might be a little overrated, they still got questions at quarterback and injury issues. The one team I think I'm going to put money down is uh, uh, the under in the 49ers. Uh, I know everybody seems to be touting them, yet uh, people don't trust Garoppolo. Uh, they have a pretty good team, but the over-under is 10.5. Now there's 17 games, I understand that. I can see them going 10-7. and seven. They're in a pretty tough division. I think you're going to see where well, you got the Rams, and then you got uh, the other teams that are getting better. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go under first 10 and a half, and I wanted to say at first blush, Carm, if you saw 10 and a, if you saw 10 and a half for the 49ers, now that I've already spoken about it, what would have been your first inclination, over or under? I think over. Yeah. But I understand why you're thinking that. They're an injury away from, a quarterback well, injury away from big trouble. And let's face it, they have not been able to stay healthy for about three years. Now, right. maybe they're due. A lot of promise. Yeah, yeah, and they have a lot of promise. And maybe they're due to finally have a healthy season. But, man, the, the track yeah. record here recently is they have not been able to stay healthy yeah. at and, all. So. And another one, another team that we're looking at, right now it's between uh, two teams. Uh, Washington, who you're not a big fan of, and everything I'm looking at tells me they're going to be le- they're going to win less than than nine games. Mm. Everything yeah, that, I'm looking at, there's it's eight and a yeah, half. I know, yeah. It's and like, another one is Denver. Bridgewater has uh, been anointed. Vic Fazio thinks it's 1971. Uh, he's going to try to matriculate the ball down the field like he's coaching against Hank Stram. That, that's all Bridgewater can do, really. Right. And I think that's a problem for Denver and their their totals eight and a half. I Remember, know, yeah. folks, seven. They, these are predictions that they're going to be under five hundred. I do like their defense, though. That's oh, of the course. one thing. But yeah, but that's... defense, like I said, nineteen seventy one. Right. It's all good. But you got to put points up now, folks. I think we've established that you still got to play D. You got to get the turnovers. Yeah. Ben, but no break will will work. People are passing up field goals now. I mean, passing up field goals. 
from the 20-yard line yeah. now to try to go on fourth and two. Remember all that stuff. Not Vic, though. He'll definitely take the points. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Um, He'd take them like it's a touchdown. There's there's a team that I think a lot of people are, are high on that I might lean towards the under a little bit, and that's the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, I, I love John Harbaugh. I think he's great. I really mm-hmm. do. I think that organization just – does it right? Their total is 11. Oh. But, man, you look at their final seven games this year, they don't play the two best teams in the division until the final seven games of the year. Four of the final seven are against the Browns and the Steelers. I mean, think about that. They but get, if you're the Browns and the Steelers, you're not happy. you got to play Baltimore. Probably not. Like, that's – that. You've got to play Lamar Jackson, regardless of how we feel. I feel about him as a quarterback. Will they ever win it all? I'm not sure. But if you're Pittsburgh, you're going, well, how did we get Baltimore? You know, I mean, yeah. it could go both ways. Look, San Francisco, you would think, would have a higher win total than 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 uh, Baltimore. Uh, 11 to 10 and a half. Right. And to me, 11 yeah, seems 11 high to too. me, too. It does. As it registered, I'd have to lean, though, because I took uh, – uh, uh, I checked all 32 teams. I'd have to lean over for Baltimore. Okay. But I'm just that their their schedule down the stretch is a meat grinder. Not only are but they playing the four, same thing for the teams playing them. It is true. Baltimore's they, not a walk in the park. They also have to play Green Bay and the Rams late in the year too. I mean, they just have a tough, tough schedule. If I stretch. told you they'll be one and one in those two games, would that surprise you? They're going to give a law. Green Bay. I have no idea. I'll tell you another. I'll tell you another team. I know you love this when we do the totals. I love the totals. That's why I I prepared hard I because it. you're so good to me. Here's what I'm going to do, Dallas. Everybody, I think that uh, that I've been checking and a lot of the predictions are they're going to be under nine. Yeah, I don't see that. You like over? I like over. I if think they, Prescott. If... I think Prescott has been hearing it. I think he'll be healthy. I think, I think McCarthy's right. got a year under his belt or whatever. I think they'll be okay. I, if they stay healthy, I think yep. you're right. I think yep. there's too much love for oh. Washington. I, you know, like Fitz, and too much love for Dallas to lose. Yeah, and and Fitz is a great story. Like he is. I, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Great, but he's just like Yurko always says. He's the Mark Brunel. Like he's just good enough to get you beat. You know, you he's just good enough to while he's going to wow you for three weeks, and then he's going to have yep. a month where it's like, oh he's my right. god, Yurko's like, just right. It's like I I don't know. There's t- I think you're I think you hit it on the he head. He gets there's, you to a certain point. There's too much love for Washington and too much hate for Dallas right now. They're yeah. a disaster on hard knocks, and McCarthy's a boob, and yada yada yada. Yeah yeah yeah. I don't know. I I kind of feel I'm with you. I kind of feel Dallas still in that division, although it's a crap division. Yeah. Let's face it. You could be down for so long. I mean, and you could get away with it. I mean, you know, Washington's got a lot to prove. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and they haven't done anything yet. I mean, and their quarterback. And you're right about Fitz. I mean, when they when when he was anointed a starter, like in a couple locations, he couldn't get it done by the time it was over. With uh, now, from the beginning, people are, are calling him Fitz Magic right. and everything yeah. else. Hey, he's a lo- older quarterback now. We we don't know what kind of offensive line they have. I like Chico, but I, I just think there's expectations that are high. Me too. I'll give you a team that I really really like the over, and I've already bet I've made this wager. Um, and this might surprise some people because they were a four-win team last year. Uh, I, I bet over the Atlanta Falcons seven and a half wins. Now, here's one thing I don't love. The schedule goes to 17 games, and Atlanta's got seven home games. Go figure. Yeah. Because one of the home games, like seven true home games, one of their home games is week five against the Jets in London, which is that's just crummy for them. But I'll, I'll lay it out for you here. Uh, the Falcons were two and eight in one-score games last season. That That's ridiculously unlucky there is a, a little bit of 
unlucky. Sort of that, like that San Diego went. last year. Kind of, you know, like I, I mean, and their scoring differential actually had them more it's like seven a and seven a half their total. Right? It is, yes. It's I'm going to tell you right I bet now. The over. That's an over. Yeah. I'll tell everybody right now because I'm tired of hearing about Julio Jones. I mean, he. You know what? I think this team is relieved he's gone. I think, and I think Calvin Ridley's ready to be right. You know, like the next. I think this team's yeah. going into. I think Matt Ryan has a bust out year. Yeah, uh, it's a more balanced offense. You have a new coach, Mike. You've got and a coach that we like because he did good things in Tennessee. You've got the OC. You've got Arthur Smith there. He yep. brings Dean Pease with him, who's one of the most respected defensive coordinators in the NFL. Like you've got, you've got the pop of the new coach, new system. Kyle Pitts is going to play a lot and we all think he's going to be great. Like I, they, they, their schedule's going from the toughest in terms of DVOA to, um, I think somewhere like in the twenties mm-hmm. expected for this year. So I think they're an eight win team. I do too. And I'll give you that one. I love, I love that pick. I, it may, it might be more than that. They might be one of those teams that gets into the playoffs yeah. folks, and surprise you. I'll give you a pick. I'll give you a team that may not be into the playoffs this year. Then they've been there in the past. Okay, a quarterback that's I've said is underrated. Great running game, Tennessee. Mm. I think the under nine is a good play. Well, yeah, because man, you're salivating. Yo, they got Henry. They got this guy. They got that well, guy. And they've got Rabel's got a year under another year under spell building the team. Uh, uh, but why ain't they ten? Why aren't they eleven with the best running game? Maybe or an individual runner in football, sure. and a yeah. guy that everybody calls underrated in Tannehill. Yeah, and you added Julio Jones to AJ Brown. I mean, like right. they really do have a lot of talent on paper. You know, I mean, oh my wow. God, they're expected. But see, Julio Jones, how many postseason games have we seen him in? How many times has he been counted? Like AJ Green, he saw yeah. those two guys. Julio Jones, I'm not disrespecting. AJ Green's the guy to me that was talked about every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it just doesn't pan out that way all the time. And I know he played for Cincinnati, but he had a good co- – well, he had Andy Dalton. He had Andy Dalton. I wonder how much he's got left in Arizona and how that could work. I'm I don't know. I, 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 you know what? I, I'm saying he's been around a long time, just like Julio Jones. So we'll see what happens. Uh, all right. When we come back, we're going to get uh, some pony plays for the weekend from our guy, our guy Jim Miller. Jim Miller! Right. We got racing going on all holiday weekend over at Hawthorne. Jimmy hit the board again last week. Oh. I mean, you talk about unbelievable. Like, I, yeah. I, I can't pick how many. He picks He picks like horses like we picked out it's football. A, it's unbelievable. He's I mean, unbelievable. Like, every week he's given us winners. So right. we'll get some plays uh, from Jimmy. We'll give you some of our best plays. Still more to do as we enter the home stretch. So don't go anywhere. We're coming right back inside the odds. This is the odds couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North. On ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Entering the home stretch on The Odds Couple for this holiday weekend. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco on the ESPN Chicago app. On play coming your way Saturday morning and every Saturday morning, 8 to 9 on ESPN 1000. Let's get some ponies for the weekend. They'll be running all holiday weekend long under the lights at Hawthorne as the harness season continues. Got about Whoa. a month of that left, and then it'll be thoroughbred season, fall, and winter. But uh, let's get some plays for this weekend with one of the best damn handicappers in the business. He hit the board again last week in yep. Saratoga. He's our main man, the one, the only, Jim Miller. Jimmy! <laughs> What's up, Jimmy? 
Gentlemen, it's an awesome weekend, college football in full swing, a week from NFL, and of course, horse racing rolling along here. We're about a month away from our night of champions, so a lot going on at Hawthorne, too. And with football back, uh, we always say, you know, get out not only and enjoy the races and bet on the ponies at Hawthorne and any track around the country, but watch the games in the book. I mean, open for business, right, Jimmy? Yeah, that's right. We've got three points bet sportsbook locations, Hawthorne Racecourse, our Crestwood OTB, and our Prospect Heights OTB, and points bet has no juice on any top 25 game here tomorrow on Saturday, so you want to make sure that you check that out, too. And that that is absolutely huge, folks. No juice. Believe me when I tell you this. At the end of the day, if you have a limit with a bookmaker, it's the juice that ends up killing you. That's all I'm going to tell you. Speaking of juice, I'm always thinking about marketing. You know, Jimmy, and you're one of the best in the business, no doubt about it. Do they have old-timer horse days and jockey days? You ever bring back the old horses just... Uh, to uh, like you know, like back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, cigar, and he comes out of the <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, Riva Ridge. You know what I mean? And they keep coming out. Do you guys do that type of thing? You know what we have, and we have done that. And we've actually done it fairly recently. We we did a, I, I, I guess the best way to call it is an old timers drivers race, nice. not too long ago at Hawthorne, because you had like Daryl Bussey came oh, out, Dave oh, McGee came back out, Bob Barrington. Some of these guys who, who won thousands upon thousands of races yep. in their career. So you get to do that every once in a while, which is really cool. And when you get to do that with the, some of these marquee racehorses, it's always nice as well. Anytime a Breeders' Cup winner has come out of Hawthorne and is stabled at Hawthorne, you always get to come back and parade that horse, too. So, yeah, it is something that you want to see. You, you want to showcase these great athletes. But when we have the ability to do so, we, we definitely do it, too. In terms of bloodlines, type of horse, is there a big difference between the thoroughbred horses and then the horses that are part of the harness meets, Jimmy, that run with the buggies? You know what? The biggest difference, I think, is just their size. Your thoroughbreds are just a little bit bigger. They're, and when I say a little bit bigger, I'm talking 150 to 200 pounds bigger. I mean, it's definitely a different running style. Speed-wise, it seems like it's such a huge difference, but it's really not, Carm. Your thoroughbreds are going, say, 35 to 40 miles per hour. Your fastest standardbred horses are going just over 30 miles per hour. So regardless, the speed is there, but it's more the size than that for how those thoroughbreds look on the racetrack. Man, 35 to 40 miles an hour. Incredible animals. Uh, all right, Jimmy, what do we like for this weekend? Give us some more winners for football season. All right, boys, home cooking again on Saturday night, going right to Hawthorne for the home track. Play all of these horses across the board. Start in race five and bet the two big and bad across the board. Go to race six, bet the seven chick magnet across the board. Mm -hmm. And then in race seven, bet the ten horse, all beast, no beauty across the board. It's a tough post, but that horse has a lot of class. All right, so we're betting three races at Hawthorne tomorrow night, everybody. The hometown track. So all three races, Saturday night at Hawthorne. The fifth race, the two horse across the board. The sixth race, the seven horse across the board. And then race seven, the ten horse across the board. Does that sound right? That's right. Good value in each. Let's make some money. Have a great holiday weekend. We'll talk to you next week, Jim. You got it, boys. Jimmy! At Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Make sure you follow me. How about Arlington Park? Has anything ever uh, basically uh, bowed out with less fanfare in any major city uh, for a sporting palace like that in your life? No, it's kind of sad. I mean, my God. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't put anything together decent. I mean, they couldn't get any. I mean, and the publicity is lacking. Pretty sad. I mean, just unbelievable. Uh, so, you know, by the time we're on again late next week on Friday, going into the first NFL weekend of the season. Hopefully I won't be crying. That's right. You won't be. The fir- You've been too good. The first game will have been played. Any thoughts on the uh, opener next Thursday night where the Bucks are at home? About a seven, seven and a half point favorite against the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys. Getting the points. I mean, off 
just the top of my head. Yeah. I know we're not, you know, I didn't uh, grade it out, but I also like the Cowboys over nine. So I think we might get an early indication, even if they lose by three, mm-hmm. or you know, or if they win by three, or if, if if they end up winning the game. Because remember, folks, the records of past Super Bowl winners—they're not always, especially covering the spread, stellar. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that first game is going to be very telling. I think Dak Prescott—I think it's going to be a big game for him, huge. And Brady. I mean, he's the best who ever did it, so. He is, man. I'll tell you I something. mean, somebody, I, if I hear Aaron Rodgers, I don't want, or I know Carmen's got three quarterbacks. That's it. I saw, I brought it up on my barroom show. Yeah. Carmen's a tough grader. I am. If it ain't Rodgers, if it ain't Mahomes, or if it ain't Brady. That's it. That's it. <laughs> my God. Well, Wilson's close. I do like Russell Wilson a yeah, lot. You like more. I know that, Carmen. But no, but you're, I, think the, I, but no, but I think it's. I think those three are... But Aaron Rodgers only has one. Mahomes is going to have more than one. The thing about Aaron Rodgers is it's it's a lot of flash, a lot of dash, but like my old pal Dan Jiggett used to tell me, don't confuse activity with accomplishment. Right, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I, so I don't put Aaron Rodgers with Tom Brady. I don't care how talented he looks. Man, people didn't see Fran Tarkenton, talented. Mm. Joe Montana, talented. Mario. I mean, a lot of guys... I All just right. can't do it. You have a couple of college oh. plays for us for games tonight. You got the Northwestern game in Evanston at eight. Uh, we've got that. Uh, it's an interesting uh, matchup in the ACC yeah. here and uh, between Vatek and North Carolina. So what are we betting this weekend, Mikey? All right. How many you got? Because I'll start off. I got uh, three. I have two. Okay, good. Let's get going here then. A Vatek plus the five and a half. Uh, I don't know if you at uh, the coach of the team. I have no idea where they play the name of the stadium. All I know is you'd think Mitch Trubisky was back at North Carolina, for God's sake, that they're so hyped right so now. So hyped. So hyped. Everybody loves them. And you know what happens when everybody loves you? You end up looking for a phone. Minus five and a half for North Carolina. Uh-uh. I'm taking the five and a half. I like so, it. Justin Fuente is the coach. Yes. Of the Thank you. I yes. knew that. And Lane uh, Stadium. Carmen brought it up earlier, Randy. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, I, um, you know, I understand. It, 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 but Mike brings up an excellent point. Is <laughs> North Carolina ready to be the hunted? And look, that last year in this game, they were like 100 points scored. I don't think that's going to be the case tonight. No. This North Carolina offense, as good as Sam Howell is, they lost three players to the NFL draft, including one to the Bears. They yeah, but you know what? And draft. Randy brought it up. Just uh, Justin Fuente isn't what the uh, Beamer. We know that. Uh, not yet. But this is a big game for them. They, it's a home game for them. I just think they could keep it within the number. All right. So uh, IU is on the road at Iowa catching three, three and a half points. Four. Uh, is it up to four? Wow, I think all right. I got it at four this morning. So I have this game at three. I'll even lay it at four. That's fine. IU is 5-0 and oh against the spread in its last five as an underdog, but I'm going to go against the trend. I think Iowa wins this game at home. This is only the second time that these two teams are meeting as ranked opponents, if you can believe that. Iowa won the only other such meeting. I'm a big fan of Michael Penix. I know he's back from the ACL, but sometimes it still takes a little while for those guys to get fully back into the swing and for him to be the dynamic dual threat that he potentially can be. I like Iowa coming out of the gates at home in Kinnick 
laying those three or four points this weekend. So you know what? I'm... And I like the other way, which is unfortunate for both of us. Yes, it because is. Because one we'll of us see. is going to be a loser, but one of us is also going to win. Indiana plus the four. I mean, I don't think that Tom Allen is going to be a mirage. I don't think he's going to be John Pont or mm. some of those other coaches back in the day that would win one and then leave, get a better job somewhere else. I think he's building something special there. Uh, I know they've lost some players. Don't get me wrong, but Io has to. Uh, so I'll take the Indiana uh, uh, Hoosiers plus the four. As something telling, I looked up uh, some information today. I said Indiana coach, where the computer used to automatically go to the basketball coach. Yeah. It went to Tom Allen. He's got them trending in the right direction. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't give out too many unders, but... Uh, Mer- oh, yeah, you do. And Merkin's uh, Badgers are taking on Penn State. They Ooh. haven't beaten Penn State in forever, but... Quarterback play on both sides, I don't know. I still got to see it. Like, both both quarterbacks need to prove it, and both defenses are good, especially Wisconsin's, even though they had a couple of losses. Um, they bring back a pretty good defense. They gave up 17 points per game last year. I like the under 50, 50 and a half. I'm going to take the under in the Wisconsin-Penn State game. Yeah, and I, I would lean. I wouldn't play the game, but I'm leaning. It, it came sh- almost close to being a pick. I think Randy might be happy about that game uh, when it's all said and done, even with the point spread, I'm just saying. Um, good pick. I'm, I like – how dare they pick against Patrick Fitzgerald? How dare you? How dare you? The man is a magic. Coach he Fitz. gets it done. Coach Fitz. Uh, come on. Mel Tucker. That's almost like betting the Jets that are favorites. <laughs> Mel Tucker. I saw enough of Mel Tucker that I I just saw his name. I said I'm going up against it. But, no, it registered, folks. Uh Northwestern by seven. Lots of action, baby. I love it. I love it. So Northwestern, the Hokies. Mike does like IU. I like the other side of that one. Do what you want with that. I like Iowa a little bit and under in the Penn State uh, Wisconsin game. So tons of action for everybody. Wow. Have a great holiday weekend, Mike. Enjoy all the college football, and then it's a lot of NFL next week. I can't wait. Thanks to Tyler Rocky and Randy Merkin, as always. All right? Yeah, and to everybody out there, and to you, Carmen, Randy, and everybody else. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.